We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good fucking morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board op of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. With me, as always, he is associate producer. He is the overnight sports anchor. He is the telephone town coordinator. He is the runway model. Kenny's here. Quite the introduction, my friend. That is correct, because you are the runway model. Otherwise known as, a.k.a. the Phone Angel. Sarah from Wisconsin has dubbed you the Phone Angel Kenneth. Love you, Sarah. Kenneth is the Phone Angel. It is Friday. It is the end of our week. It is June 16th. And again, this is the Darker Side of Midnight where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about Earlier this morning, on the other side of midnight for June sixteenth, so you want to listen to this, and you want to listen to the other side of midnight for the same day as the shows go together. As we talk about what Frank did earlier this morning, of course it is Friday, so we do as we always do, start off with ask Frank anything. Oh yeah, and we always say this: we like the, well, we like. All questions? Well, that's not even true. <laughs> Definitely not true. Because there's a lot of questions that we just think are so fucking boring. Yep. We hate them. I, I zone out. I don't even hear oh, yeah. what the questions and, are sometimes. Yeah, how many times will we look at each other like, what did he just ask? Yeah, I have no What's idea. Question? Like, I'll look at the, at, the, at the call screen where it has what the questions are or like a summary of what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, political question, that sucks. I don't want to hear that. Uh, oh, Trump question. Yeah, I want to hear that. Um, industrial, mil- military, industrial complex. Yeah. I want to hear yeah, about that. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Russia, boring. Ukraine, uh, Russia, Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, that's boring. Uh, presidential cannon. Yeah, I don't want to hear about that. Bullshit. Yeah, I mean, we do, and then, so I know what to listen to. I know what to write down. I don't write down every question. Yeah. Because I know we're not going to talk about it. Oh, no shot in hell. Because it's just fucking boring. And actually, for those that listen to the local spotlight, Frank actually said in the 1 a.m. hour, yeah, the guys the guys are the uh-huh. judges, so stray from the political ones if you want to be the winner. Well, yeah, he told... If you want to win, He did basically. say that they like the out-of-the-box questions. And that is true. Why wouldn't we? Why would we pick a question that we hear on every show mm-hmm. all day long the same topics we don't like that because you can hear that question when you listen to dominic carter or rita mm-hmm. cosby or or Bo snurley or rudy giuliani pretty much or greg kelly yeah or mark levin all 20 other hours cats that, and that cosby not on. I, yeah i mean you hear this all day why would you then ask the same question 
that if you listen to any other show, you'd hear the answer. Yeah. Just in the just in in the throes of the show. And that that's what Frank prefaces with every single Friday is out of the box. That's what he likes to hear as well. Yeah. He says it too. He doesn't want to hear the same type of thing. That, he wants you to be creative. And I guess, you know, he reminds people on the air, and I know you remind people when you speak with them, uh, just get straight to the fucking question. No wind up. No big story ahead of the question or your agenda. And then it's, what do you think about that, Frank? That's not a question. For real, though. That's not the I, question. It's I mean, like, what do you, what do you, how do you think? What do you think? That's not a question. That's you going off on your own, saying whatever the fuck you want, and then saying to Frank, how do you feel about that? Yeah. That's not a question. And, and how many times have you heard me say, no, 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 no. Who, what, when, where, how? Right. That's that's what a question is. No, no, what's the question? What's the question? Exactly. Because these guys will be like, well, you know, I just, I want to comment on, I want to say this, I want to comment this. Uh, no. Uh, no. No, 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 Question, question. No comments. Make a question. And Formulate a question about any topic. Anything you want. Literally anything. Except for his age. Other than yeah. that, <laughs> you can ask right. anything you want. You can ask him, how many times do you take a shit yeah. per day? <laughs> Literally. I mean, you can't say that on the air, but you know what I'm saying. Right. How it's many times do you evacuate your bowels a day? Yeah. And Frank will go into some answer. Well, it depends on what I eat that yeah, day. Yeah, he'll answer it. He will answer the so question. I'll ask it. And, and right. don't wind up with the question, too. Like, how many people, like... Uh, Oh my God! Yeah, we don't. I can't we even. don't. Need I can't even. The diatribe. And Frank says it too. Get straight to the question. Yeah, because, straight to it. Because usually they just go on and on and on for for two minutes, and then Frank's like, "So what's the question?" And yeah. they go, "Well, I don't really have a question." Wait, yeah. you said you had a question, but they don't really have a question. Why'd you call? Exactly. This is called. And then, I mean, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. And, and somebody's calling over and over again, mm-hmm. and they're going to me. Frank's really going to like this. And it wasn't a question. It was a comment. Frank's really going to like this. And I go, well, what's the question? No, 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 it's not a question. I go, this is called Ask Frank Anything. You have any other time. I go, call any other time during the show. You can say what you want to say. But what, Literally. No, Frank's really going to love this. I'm, no, no, he's not going to love it, no. number one. He's not because he wants questions. And it reminded me of how many times... As a DJ, did I hear, oh, play this song. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to love it. No, yeah. you're going to love it. And <laughs> exactly. everybody's going to look at me and go, why the hell is this DJ playing this shitty song? Right, and then Frank's going to look at you like, you know, this isn't a question. Why did you yeah. put this guy on hold? Frank's going to call or back to you and go, Kenneth, Kenneth, are we telling him to get right to yeah, the question? Exactly. That's what he's going to do. So get to it. So one of the first questions we got from uh, Brandon who we love, Brandon actually posted the show, uh, this show, The Darker Side of Midnight, in the Facebook group yesterday, as Ah, I did not do it. Brandon actually did it. That is awesome. So kudos to Brandon for seeing it wasn't there and then uh, posting it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, 
What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Brandon's question was, if you can kill one show, like like the show never existed, mm-hmm. what would you kill? Would it be Seinfeld or Ted Lasso? Now, I kind of knew the answer right away. Oh, yeah. Seinfeld, that he was going to kill Ted Lasso. Yeah. And save Seinfeld. Easily. Seinfeld, way more important in the world of television, in the world of Frank Morano. <laughs> Oh yeah. Than Ted Lasso. I mean, he Easily. loves Ted Lasso. Don't get me wrong, but if I was to, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna rank Frank's top five TV shows, mm-hmm. that this is what I think his ranking would be. Number one, Seinfeld. Yep. Number two, Star Trek. Easily. Number three, Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> Number four. Huh. Cheers. Yeah, definitely. And then number five, probably Frasier. True. I don't even think Ted Lasso even cracks the top five. Yeah. Plus. Top ten? Probably. Yeah, and like Frank said. Top five? Nah. Seinfeld's, you know, eight or nine seasons. Like, Ted Lasso doesn't have that longevity. Ted Lasso only had three seasons, and it's done. It doesn't have the longevity to top Seinfeld. Yeah. No, no, no. Seinfeld. Not at all. Was like I said, way more important just in television alone um, than Ted Lasso. Yeah, uh, and the fact that Seinfeld came very close to being canceled mm-hmm. um, because it was a summer replacement. Yeah, the Seinfeld Chronicles, as it was called at the time, and I didn't even start watching Seinfeld until like year four, maybe I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like the 93, 94 season right. was the first season that I started watching it. I had heard about it. Yeah. People were talking about it, that it's a great show. Mm-hmm. And then I go, let me check this show out. You know, they used to call it Thursday night, must-see TV. Right, right. And then I started watching it. And then right after that, um, Friends started. Friends was 95, yeah. was the first season of Friends, and then it was like the whole Seinfeld Friends Mad About You mm. was like, and then I forget what other show the was The trio yeah. of shows. At that yeah. time. I, I agree. I, I don't think Ted Lasso would ever be able to beat Seinfeld, especially not in Frank's mind, because Frank is George Costanza. Let's be real. Like, without the show, we wouldn't be able to have that comp, and Frank probably would be different because I feel like he's modeled his life around the mannerisms of Costanza. <laughs> That's so true. There'd be no, like, there'd be no none of this if yeah. it wasn't for George Costanza. Yeah, or or the stories that, like, are, like, kind of minute that Frank, like, drags right. out and tells in the way that Costanza Or when Frank tells would. the story and his voice gets real high. Yeah. <laughs> like Costanza. Yeah. That, there, there would be no it's Frank Morano. Yeah, if there was no George Costanza, at least at least the Frank Morano that we know, there might be some other version, <laughs> an alternate and, Morano. And yeah, and maybe in an alternate universe where where Seinfeld doesn't exist. Like, could you imagine this? Could you imagine if we go to the alternate universe mm-hmm. where there is no Seinfeld, right? Mm-hmm. And we go in there and we find out that Frank isn't even a host on radio. 
He has nothing to do with radio. He's totally outside radio. What do you think he would be doing in the alternate? He like, probably what, what would his occupation be? He'd be a line worker at a pen manufacturing plant <laughs> and be like, Wow, I really like pens. Yeah. I don't know why. But or, I just have this 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 affection for pens. What if he was a librarian because of his obsession of books and being around dozens of books like he, he has in his house? Well he, here's the thing. I don't even know if that Frank Morano would exist without That's true. Seinfeld. That is true. Because you gotta remember something. Frank doesn't say his age, but I know he was a young guy mm. when Seinfeld aired. And I'm not saying he didn't watch it in the first airing because he did. He was alive, but right. he wasn't that old. I mm-hmm. think Seinfeld shaped Frank Morano more than he even thinks. Yeah. So who knows? Frank could be, all we know, he could be working the concession at uh, City Field. Yeah. True. <laughs> you know, he'd still be maybe still be a Met fan, and he could be a he could be a, a Star Wars fan mm. instead right. of Star Trek. That's right. He could be totally on the Star Wars side, and eh, you know Star Trek's okay. He, but might, he might even hate Shatner, sort of thing. He might yeah. not even like Shatner. Exactly. Like fuck that guy. Maybe uh, I don't know. We need the alternate Frank. I got to see this. We got to go to the alternate universe where <laughs> Seinfeld doesn't exist. We need this at all. Where where Seinfeld never gets the show. It never makes it. Mm-hmm. There's no Seinfeld. Jerry just stays being a stand-up comedian yeah. who does like HBO specials and yeah. that's it. There's no Kramer, there's no George, there's no George's parents, there's no soup Nazi, mm-hmm. there's no Elaine. And there's then, no, none of Then we probably No would, Newman. Yeah, no Newman. We, Nobody exists. We wouldn't have probably Curb Your Enthusiasm either. Because nope. well, Larry David, what would his claim to fame be? Right, Larry would He'd still be, be doing a, stand-up too. Yeah. He'd have to be the creator of another type of show. Right. Who knows? So Frank Morano, that we know today, only exists because of Seinfeld. And if it wasn't for that, we don't know where. Maybe, maybe Frank would be... Serving sandwiches on 42nd Street. Yeah. The hot dog vendor. I don't know what he'd be doing. Maybe, no, or he'd work in a cheese shop. Yes, I was just going to say. Or he'd be like a a taste tester for a cheese company Uh, or something like that. Tasting all the newest cheeses. (laughs) Or could could you imagine the fact that he says he doesn't eat fast food or go to chain restaurants? He's a server at TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, a waiter. Yeah. Would you like to try our new apps? <laughs> End, endless apps at TGI Fridays. Yeah. So, yeah, he's some kind of server at a restaurant. Or or he's he's the he's the manager at, at McDonald's, like Curtis used to be the night manager. Oh my god. So Frank Imagine. would be the night manager at some McDonald's on, on Highland Boulevard in Staten Island. Or what if Frank from a young age Ended up in the mob because of his obsession with the mafia and growing up on Staten Island. It's a lot true. Of mobsters. But, but I don't Who know. Who knows? You never know. I was going to say, you never know. That's but a dark path to go down, obviously. But like. But I don't know if his dad know. would let him do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, Henry Hill's dad wasn't too fond of him. Uh, well, that's and, and doing I did things with the mob. I did think of that as I was saying it. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a little bit of a different generation now. That yeah. That Frank's dad is a little more in tune in of what's know. going on. Yeah. So he might, but still, 
I don't know that Frank would ex- Frank definitely would not exist. No. In the way we know him today. And who knows what kind of Frank Morano we would have ended up with. Now, <laughs> the other thing, one of the other things I brought up on Ask Frank Anything before we get to the winning question. Um, I wrote down what was Frank's favorite game that he played as a kid mm. that isn't played anymore. Yeah. And he said stickball. And you said yeah. that too, right? Uh, yes. Before he said it, I was like, he's going to say stickball. And I, I kind of agree. I mean, I don't really. Did you play stickball? Yeah, we did in, in recess all the time. But, you know, only we didn't have like the wooden like. You didn't have a broomstick. Yeah, like it you wasn't like, like the baseball fifties or whatever the hell. But yeah, we had yeah. like the wiffle ball bat, but yeah, kids would bat. tape it up with electrical tape oh, and like yeah. wrap it, get grip on like the yeah, we had that on the bat and all that. And, and you had to put, use one put those, more tape for the sweet the little, spot, the little pink spalding ball. Yeah, yeah, that's the yep. stick ball. But I don't ball. see that. I could agree with him. I don't really see kids out like that. Even wiffle no. ball, I don't no. really see. I mean, yeah, we had wiffle ball. I didn't have T-ball as a kid. Like, that didn't exist, I don't think, even. I didn't even play that. But that was there. I mean, I know when I was a little older, there was T-ball. But, like, when I went through as a kid, Mm -hmm. we went right to Little League. It went to a T-shirt. We had T-shirt league. We didn't have a T-ball league. And if there was one, I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And that was the only sport that I thought. That was the the only organized sport I played was baseball. Right. I didn't do soccer or football or anything else. You know. So I don't know that. Um, I don't remember T-ball. The other thing that I would say if I had to choose something yeah. would probably be like something as simple as manhunt. I feel like yeah. you never see kids like running through the neighborhood and whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of. Like, the you thing don't is, see that. Like it, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of games that don't get played anymore because of like safety issues. Like right. Like did you guys have dodgeball? Did you play dodgeball in gym? Uh, we did, but it wasn't with the dodgeball. It was like with those foam balls where if you grab it, your hand impression goes into it. Like yeah, like, but you can't even you throw those that it, hard. Like, it's some of them. Because they're soft. You could, yeah, it depended on the ball, I guess. Like, some of them were bigger, some of them were smaller, but they were all, like, foam. So you didn't It wasn't use, like a dodgeball, like a rubber. You didn't use the pink kickball nah. ball to play dodgeball. Nah, for kickball, yeah, but yeah, not the for big, dodgeball. Yeah, the kickball, the pink, right. the big ball. Yeah. No, we used those balls. Really? For dodgeball. Yeah, see, that's And the ones that were a little smaller yeah. for dodgeball. Those, we played like that. Where it would actually hurt. It didn't got hurt. Beat. Well, if you got hit in the face, it hurt. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the thing was that you just hold the ball, and then they throw yeah, it at right. you, you just tap it away. Yeah. That was that was always the move mm-hmm. in dodgeball. No, I played real dodgeball. Oh, the most dangerous thing we had in gym class was yeah. floor hockey, yeah, we where did that. my friend... Someone wound up. You weren't allowed to take a slap shot. Right, of course. For the reason that no one has headgear. And <laughs> one of my friends stands next to this kid or is trying to get the puck from this kid. And the kid winds up and uh, rips it and literally sliced my friend's eye, like, above my boy's eyebrow. Ow. Right across the forehead. Yeah, and he was, hurts. like, in the nurse's office for, like, two hours. That hurts, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had, um, we had, I'm trying to think what. Others, well, we used to play murder ball. Did you, did you play murder ball? No, what is that? That wasn't, it wasn't like an organized gym sport. <laughs> right. So murder ball was, you would take a tennis ball and throw it against the wall. 
Mm-hmm. And then there was two people playing, almost like you'd play like like wall ball. Like yeah, right. So you take the tennis ball and you throw it against the wall, mm-hmm. and then the other person has to catch it with one hand. That was the game. Uh. If they didn't catch it, they had to run to the wall, and then you were allowed to pick up the tennis ball yeah. and throw it at them. We did have that, but we called it wall ball. Now we called it murder ball. Yeah, because then. I think if you dropped it three times, then you had to go up against the wall yeah. and spread and them, on the wall. and then you yeah. got to take three shots at their ass yeah. <laughs> with the with the ball. Yeah, and we called it murder ball. Did you play? Did you ever play running bases? Yes, you did. Running There's bases. One for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, four to go, and everybody runs to yeah, one side. It was that you start in the middle. Yes, you yep. have somebody on each end with the two, bases two peggers right yeah and you throw the ball to the other person mm-hmm. it's almost like getting caught in a rundown in baseball yeah exactly that you they throw it to the person you run to that base mm-hmm. and then you gotta go and you can't get tagged right and if nobody went automatically the two peggers would start the back and forth one for the money Two for the show, three to get ready, and on the four to go, you had to run no matter yeah, what. Yeah, I think, I think you we couldn't had that. stay on the base. I'm trying to remember if we had you that. You had to go. But yeah, you had it. Yeah, because so you had to wait when the person threw it. You had to run to the yeah. next base and get there before they threw it. So before you got tagged out, right. we had that. Yeah, we did or, that. Or like pegged, like you you could throw it at them, right? That's how we did it. I don't remember. We did it like you could beam someone. If, you probably if they could. were running to the other base. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah, I, I probably could. We did that. We played Red Rover. Did you play Red Rover? No, I've heard of that. I said Red Rover is like you stand in a line holding hands, mm-hmm. and then you'd say, like, the people, you'd go, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Kenny over. And then <laughs> you would have to run as hard as you can and smash through uh, the people holding hands, and if you couldn't smash through, then you were out of the game. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's we how never it worked. did that. That's, so that's, you never wanted to send the fat kid over. Oh, forget it. Because they'd always break through. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. That was Red Rover. We played um, nice tag. You know, everybody played tag. Yeah. Kill the carrier. Hell yeah. We played, but those were like not in school gym games. Right, but you don't even still you don't even see that around like no the neighborhoods. You, yeah, I guess I, not. I feel like I never see kids outside. I mean, it's really I, sad. I have like. I had a kid that lived next door to me, and a kid's across the street, and they used to throw the balls, uh, baseball back and forth, and I told them they can go in my yard, Mm because I have a big yard, if you want, because they'd always throw the ball, and it'd end up in my yard, Uh. and then they'd have to go get it, but the fence was locked, they had to run around, Mm -hmm. or it'd end up in the backyard, and they have to come around, because what they were doing is, they were hitting the ball. And it was going over the fence into my yard. And I was like, that's all right. Don't worry about it. The ball came over and it almost hit the window of my oh, house. Shoot. It hit like it hit like the edge, the frame. Yeah. And yeah. it dented the frame. Really? So I didn't care. But I was like, oh, you didn't get pissed? No, I didn't get pissed. But, uh-huh. I, you know, the other one that I live with, yeah. she would have got pissed, but I didn't tell her. Oh, yeah. So I go, guys. I go, you can't hit the ball anymore. <laughs> I go, you just throw it. Like, don't hit the ball anymore. Yeah. Because like, if or, it would have gone through a window. Or they could have came in your yard and hit it into their yard. Yeah, well, that's that's I what guess. I told them. They can go in my front yard mm-hmm. and because it's a big space, and they can throw the ball back and forth right. or hit it. But if it goes out, they got to run out and get it. But yeah. 
But yeah, you're right. They don't they don't play like that anymore. Nah. I don't see like the kids like I when I was growing up. You know, we had all the neighborhood kids. Yeah. No, we did the same thing. And especially when I lived in a condominium complex, mm-hmm. there were tons of kids. Yeah, right. All over the place. Um the other question that Neil brought up was this boating question that which what he said at the end at 15 seconds of fame because he said if there was well, after his big giant wind up yeah you could have just got straight which, to the fucking boating question Neil which I didn't want to call him out before yeah you'd have to wind but, it up yeah you, you kind of winded that it went up. on like a two minute wind up yeah but it was basically if there was a boat and you could only fit three people in oh. the boat <laughs> and it was Rachel Carmine and then it would have been either myself me you can or frank what would frank do and frank said he would no two of us can go on the yeah. boat on the boat it was just rachel is on automatic right and then two i guess carmine wasn't there right yeah and then two people cuz frank said who would you save would you save yourself and then either matt or kenny or would you save matt and kenny and you would go down with the ship yeah and frank of course said he would save both of us mm-hmm. and go down with the ship. And Neil said, watch out, guys, because Frank's going to jump right off the right onto that life raft <laughs> and leave you two. And honestly, that's exactly what would have happened. Oh, yeah. I think that was a cop-out response. Of course it was a cop-out just, response. He, I, think he, I feel like he thought about it for a second because yeah. it almost was like he was going to take a pause. Right, but then he just decided, no, I would choose both of them, and yeah, he was like, exactly. "It make for a better story for me, and I'd I be, think I'd be better known or whatever." I think Frank, Frank would choose anybody, especially in his family. I think he would choose over himself. Yeah, I, I think, especially so. his Definitely. wife and, and his and his son for sure, which I think anybody would do. Right, but I don't know in what situation could you say. Like, would you be able to say to Frank, who would you say? Like, I, I don't really know. Yeah, right. Well, then that Unless there's two other people that... Well, it's funny that you said that he would save his family. Yeah. Because the winning question... Oh, right. So the winning question was about going on an island. And if you're on this island, and, and, and first of all... They, you could bring way too much shit on this island. Oh, yeah, that was a lot. I was like, who is, is, it, is Frank turning into the Howells on Gilligan's <laughs> Island that has everything? So the question was, if you're on an island and you could bring um, a chef, like what chef would you bring? Yeah, like, what the hell? The vices you could bring. That's random. The people you could bring and the pets. And it was like four people... Three pets, um, four albums. <laughs> like, what would you? <laughs> yeah, bring? It was a, like so I said, weird. It's a lot of crap. Like four records. Yeah, like, like that means you got to bring a record player. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of crap that you're bringing. That you're bringing on this island. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shit on this island. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's what Frank said. So he says. The albums. Let's start with the albums first. Yeah. Sinatra. Uh, okay. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> the worst one. Shatner. Yeah, I threw up. 
and he named a Shatner, I think it's called Hasbin. Like, dude, any Shatner album is garbage. Absolute, absolute trash. It's just garbage. It's not real. He's not a singer. He just talks. It's just trash. Yeah. He said, Elvira Haunted Hits, which is really a compilation of other people's Halloween songs. I mean, Elvira's not... Like a singer. That's what, like, that's what you would. Yeah. Choose. Why would you take that? You have four albums, and you pick that. And the only good one he said was the Beatles' White Album. Yeah, that's literally. That's like, the only one that's worth anything. The only pick. The rest of you could just throw right well, in the ocean. Or like the Sinatra one, but that's true. That's the true. Sinatra no, no. and the Beatles. The Sinatra, you're the, right. The others. Sinatra the other and the Beatles. The Shatner and the Elvira. The, the, those are like two of the of worst picks you could ever make. So dumb. Shatner and a freaking Halloween compilation album. And they're both, they're novelty records. They're not like actual musical compositions. Right. Like Sinatra would be or the Beatles album that are considered legends. Yeah. Elvira's not a legend. Mm-hmm. Shatner, I guess you could say he's a legend, but not a musical legend. No, not at, at all. all. Now, the chef, he said David Burke, because that's who he likes. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, why a chef? Yeah. On like, the island? Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, yeah, that was, we're, we're, I, don't, I don't know. They're going to have to find food for him to cook. Yeah. Like, you got a hunt. chef, but okay, well, you got to get hunt. shit for him to make. Right. Um, but here's, the, here's, the, here's the, the best one. Here it is. The four people. Wife and son. Okay. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wife, son, mother. All right. Fair. Fair. Wife. Oh, it was five people. Wife, son, mother, sister. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Now, I'm still with you. And then he goes, and for the last one, I guess it'd be Arthur Idala. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. Wait. Wife, son, mother, sister. What's missing? What's missing? Father? What about your dad? What the fuck are you doing? Your dad, dude. You're not bringing your dad with you? The world's ending? You go to an island? And you don't bring... You're bringing Arthur Idawa? The fuck is he gonna do? He really wonders why Curtis says the Mama Luke stuff. You picked your mom... Yeah. But you didn't bring your dad either. <laughs> he what, never what? brings his dad. What the hell? And he's forgotten his mom on shit, too. That's true. At yeah. other times. He doesn't mention his mom. His siblings seem to always make the cut, but his own parents don't. Well, this one, his sister made the cut. His brothers didn't make it. True, but he's got yeah. his wife and son and mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I would think after mother, I, I was sure he was going to say his dad. Yeah, that's... And then he goes, Arthur sister. Idala. I mean, I came out of right for left yeah. field. Like, why Arthur Idala? Like, what's the obsession with Arthur Idala that that's the person you're going to bring? Like, because you think you're going to need somebody interesting to talk to yeah. on the island? Like, or, or That's Arthur more important Idala. than saving your dad? Yeah, or Idala's going to get you a table at Rayo's on the island? <laughs> on the island. Like, yeah. I mean, you already brought, you brought your favorite chef. Yeah. There's only... Four other people with you. So, or, no, yeah, there's four other people beside you. Mm -hmm. So, it's not like you're going to have a hard time getting a table. I don't know. 
I guess the chef's going to have to make good with it, whatever he hunts on yeah, the island. Exactly. Or, or fishes. They'll be getting shrimp and lobster and, and, uh, and clams and, and uh, flounder. And mussels. Mussels and uh, scallops. I guess yeah. he'll be on a seafood and diet. Then whatever other animals are on the island. But where's your father? Yeah, that's messed the hell. Up. That's messed up. I, I don't get that at all. So that was the winning question from Ray in the Bronx. Yes. And because um, it made him think a little. UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions. And cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry. And our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com. Mm-hmm. The other thing we talked about last night, early this morning, whatever the fuck, the job interview and parents showing up with their kids on a job interview. Now, I've never seen anything like that. Never in my life. Have you? No. I, I've never. Ever witnessed anything. I have never once ever heard about that. A job interview? No. Now, I worked at a place with a guy whose mom also worked there, but in a different, totally different department. Right, that's definitely different. Like, it was a big company. Like, we even work on the same floor. Mm. But, and it wasn't like, and yeah, like, she got him the job there because right. she worked there, but it wasn't like, I don't, I don't think, it wasn't like she was with him on the interview. No. Or even, like, had anything else to do with them. It wasn't even the same department. Yeah. Wouldn't you feel embarrassed to bring your mom on a job interview? I wouldn't even want the freaking job. Yeah. I wouldn't even go for the job if my mom had to come with me and be like my quote-unquote agent. Like, well, what the hell is that? I mean, first of all, you have to be, what, 16? Yeah. To be able to work. Mm-hmm. But even still, I still wouldn't want my mom or my dad. No going with me to the job interview and like first of all how intensive is the job interview going to be for a job for a 16 year old right i mean you're going to be scooping ice cream or like a bar ba- or a, a um, you're going to you be bus boy right a bus boy you know i live down by the shore so you have like all the games yeah that they can run at the shore like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff Serving candy, you know, working in the booths or whatever. That's right. about it. It's not, you know. You, I think, I think you probably have to be what? Do you have to be eighteen to be a lifeguard? Yeah, I believe. Is you, that is there? You there, could be. Can you be you, one at sixteen? I don't know. If you're know. fifteen, you're a junior lifeguard yeah, or something. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 
you you're like a, a what do they call it a lifeguard in training you're like right. lit right so you can where like you can't sit on the chair alone but you could shadow the guard right because so I was a guard for like four years and right had, so you're not there by yourself right unless you're of age yeah and you have to do but you're in training which makes sense yeah you got to do the courses and all right that, that you like learn the, how to be a lifeguard the drills all that yeah right so yeah I, I never didn't happen to me I've never seen it no like I said to Frank about my mom doing my Spanish project, which was 100% true. Oh, it was that, like yeah. se- seventh grade. That was funny. Had to build a pinata, and my mom got so into it that I'd come home from school and she'd be doing it, and then I never did any of it. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's done. Yeah, you were just like, Whatever. And it was so good that the teacher's like, Are you, did you do this yourself? And I was like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, of course. Yeah. And he's like, do you have help? I said, well, yeah, my mom helped me. She's like, are you sure you did this? And that was what the teacher would do because that's what kids kids would do is they go to the store and they buy a pinata oh, and then say that they they built it. That's slick. So what the teacher did and what I explained on the air and why I said it was that if you peel back the pinata and like take all the paper mache off of it, underneath it, the shell. It was like you know, had to dip it in the plaster. This is how yeah. you built. Remember, you dip it in plaster. You put it around a balloon, mm-hmm. and then you and you dip newspaper in plaster around the balloon. Then once it dries, you can pop the balloon, and you have this round shell. Right. And then from that, you can build the legs and all that. Mm-hmm. So, what she would do is she'd rip back all the paper mache of the pinata. To see the newspaper, uh, because if it was a store-bought pinata, mm-hmm. it would be Spanish newspaper. Ah, that's if that's it was something slick. that you made, it would be English newspaper, like you know, Rockland County, exactly, the Journal News, yes, or it could be, I guess, the New York Times or whatever mm-hmm. newspaper you have. But it's not going to be a Spanish newspaper. Yeah, that's slick on the teacher's behalf. But trust me, I remember seeing a pinata. That she took from a kid in another class that the, it was a store bought. Because you saw the Spanish newspaper. Yeah, boom, you got the F. Busted. Dogs. So, yeah, the teacher was like, did you do this? And I was like, yeah. You know, I will help, but yeah. And she peeled it back and looked at it. She's like, wow, you did a great job. My mom did the whole thing. That's that's awesome. That was the only thing I think my mother ever did. Yeah. She never did my homework. No. You know, she helped me, obviously, like, study for tests and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but never did my, my own my, my mom's famous line was, you know, I was in school so many years ago, so I, I, I don't know. I can't help you with that. <laughs> that. That's what she would say to me. But, I'd be like, all right. But didn't you well, learn, like, the, the new math that they do now and all that kind of crap? Uh, Not the crazy shit. But like, did you I had learn... to do, like, algebra, like, Integrated algebra and like right, no, no, no. But I mean, like, like that. But no, nah, none of the like with the adding and like, did you carry the one and do all that stuff? We did, yeah. All right, so you did. All- yeah, we had all that. Yeah, the, like the if there's division. If and there's all like that. like three digit numbers, and you had to do um like if it was three sixty five plus four eighty, you'd have to like five plus zero. Mm-hmm. Or I say four eighty six. Five and six is 11. Put down the one. Carry the one to the yeah. next. You did that. We did that, yeah. All right. So you didn't learn that crazy nah, f- four square box f- math, that, whatever nah. the fuck that shit is. Nope. Yeah, because I didn't. I don't know anything about that shit. Nah. So, yeah, uh, we didn't. I never witnessed any of the job interview bullshit. You never did. I, if I don't have kids, but I would definitely never 
do any of that crazy crap that parents no. do when they go on job interviews or like people reference that everybody loves Raymond episode. Yeah. And I told you about and you talk the King of Queens episode. Yeah, that, that where was his mom one. showed up. He goes to work and his mother's coming out of his boss's office. <laughs> yeah. Doug Heffernan. Oh yeah. King of Queens. About taking the safety test mm-hmm. for being a driver that he failed. So yeah. his mom goes to his job to talk to the boss to let him take the test over. Mm-hmm. Like that never happened no. in my life or yours. I've never seen that. All right, we said enough. It is Friday. We're going to get out of here. So like I always say, if you listen to this, The Darker Side of Midnight, you want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight for the same day. as And the day is, of course, June 16th. And listen to both shows and compare what we say to what Frank says, and you'll get a little bit more of idea of what's happening. And we end it like we always do. Your info and scouts. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com